Hello, and welcome to this episode of the Makeover Your Mom Life podcast. My name is Rachel Jenks, and today I'm going to be talking to you about the difference between letting something go and pushing it under the rug. So many of you have probably heard the term push it under the rug, or we have a lot of marital issues, but we just pretend that they're not there. We don't deal with them. And now, you know, five years later, we fight all the time and there's just always this thing sitting there. There's always something like under the rug that we keep walking on that we're not dealing with. And so a lot of my clients will say to me, because I preach about letting things go, and I'm going to talk about that more in just a second, but my clients will say to me, well, aren't we just pushing it under the rug? If we let it go, aren't we just pushing it under the rug? And so I wanted to do a podcast today to talk about the difference between those two concepts, because it is really, really important for you to understand the difference and also see that I'm not um, promoting that you just don't deal with things and you just shove them underneath the rug and don't deal with them. So first, let's talk about letting things go. And the reason why I promote letting things go is because we as human beings like to get our feathers ruffled. And oftentimes, we don't even know we're doing it. We take things to heart. We take things personally. And when we take things personally, it tends to create in us a feeling of being attacked, of being criticized, um, that we make it mean something about us you know, something that the other person's thinking something about us. And it just creates actions of defensiveness. It creates actions of bitterness, of fighting, you know, throwing more fighting words back. Like it just creates this whole environment of toxicity. And the I have a million examples of this I could give, but I know when I think about my own marriage and when my husband and I were dating, this is before we had kids, um, so many years ago, and we joked around and we messed around and he'd make little like kind of I'll say mean in quotes, offhanded comments. And I just laughed them off. I took them. It was like not that big of a deal. And somewhere along the way, things got said, things were done. And part of that is, you know, those patterns, we just had created a lot of really negative patterns. And so pretty much anything he said to me, I took, I decided to take it the wrong way. I made it mean something. And I've given these examples before, but you know, he may say something like, oh, it looks like you've been in your jammies all day. This actually was just said to me last week during our Christmas break because we were home snowed in in our house for a few days. And the old me would have lost my mind. I would have been like, what do you mean? I've been so busy. I've done these 50 things and I'm tired and I deserve to be in my jammies. Like I would have gotten all defensive. And his reaction would have been like, whoa, hold on, sister. Like, Calm down. I wasn't, I didn't mean anything by it. And I was like, well, it doesn't matter if you mean anything. You said it and it hurt my feelings. And we'd have this whole thing and it would start a fight that would last for a few days. And over time, of course, the more we fought, the longer the fight over him making a comment about me and my jammies, it would last forever. And there'd be the silent treatment. And next thing we know, we're threatening things. And it's just this whole long, drawn out, dramatic, toxic event over him making a comment about me wearing my jammies. Well, last week, the same thing was said to me because I spent a lot of days in my jammies. I'd basically get up, work out, shower, and put my jammies back on, and I loved every second of it. He said it, and I didn't make it mean anything. I was able to let it go. And because I was able to let it go, I didn't get defensive. He didn't retreat. We didn't have the silent treatment. We didn't ruin our, our holiday. And so it's that moment of letting it go that allowed us to move on because I wasn't making his comment about my jammies mean anything about me. And therefore, we were able to avoid the whole toxicity of what a very innocent comment makes. Now, the fact is he could have meant something by it, right? He could have meant I was lazy and didn't do anything all day and God, I should get off the couch and do all these things. But I can still let it go and not allow it to start a fight. 
not allow it to create that toxic pattern that we'd been living in for so, so, so long. I was able to just laugh it off and let it go. And of course, I made some comment back to him about, oh, I bet you wish you were in your jammies all day. Too bad you had to go into the office. And he was like, yeah, 100%. I wish I wasn't in my jammies all day. And so his comment was not designed to hurt my feelings or make me feel bad. Now, some of you may be sitting there thinking, well, but what the things my husband says are there to make me feel bad. He is trying to put me down. But the thing is, is you get to decide what you want to make it mean. Now, back in the day when I used to get really defensive about the jammies, I probably had this belief in myself that I was lazy in my jammies or that I hadn't done enough during the day or that I wasn't, you know, contributing to our household because I was in my jammies all day. But that belief, that was my problem. That was work I had to do on myself. And I did do the work. And now I'm pretty strong in my belief that wearing jammies all day does not make me lazy. But years ago it did. And that's how the whole pattern started. So that's why when I work with my clients, we focus on um, strengthening up your your uh, mindset and building up your resistance so that you are strong in yourself. So the things that your husband says that probably weren't meant to mean anything don't mean anything. And even if he did mean that you were lazy and you didn't do anything all day long, like it doesn't have to affect who you are and how you want to be. Okay. So when I talk about letting something go, the step that needs to come before that letting go is building up your strength and resilience. If you're just letting everything go that your husband throws at you or that your coworkers say to you or your kids and you're just letting them walk all over you, that's not really letting it go from a safe place. That's letting it go from a fearful place, from a um, place of being afraid of what they mean or what they're saying or of what's going to come next. And when you're letting things go from a fearful place, that's when it becomes pushing something under the rug and we're not going to talk about it now. And then all of a sudden in five to 10 years, you let it all out right? Because I always talk about a beach ball, that if you're in a lake or an ocean with a beach ball and you're trying to push it down and you just push, 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 and you're trying to keep it down under the water and you're trying all of your energy and all of your might. And then one day you can't hold it down anymore. That beach ball is going to explode up and hit you in the face and the water's going to come with it. And that's exactly what happens when we push things under the rug. When we're pushing things under the rug or quote, letting things go out of fear or out of avoidance or out of not wanting to deal with something. That is when you can only push it under the rug for so long, then all of a sudden one day it's going to explode in your face. And that is when the marriage is so toxic and is headed down the road for divorce. And sometimes you get to that stage and it feels like you can't bring it back. You can't fix it. All right. So that's the difference between letting go and pushing things under the rug. Letting go is coming from a strong, resilient place of knowing that whatever's being thrown at you, you know, it's not true. You don't make it mean anything and you're able to get on with your life where if you're just pushing things under the rug, it's coming from a place of fear. It's coming from a place of avoidance, of resistance, of just wanting to like not deal with it right now. And the problem with pushing things under the rug is that eventually that beach ball is going to hit you in the face and you're going to have to deal with it. Where when you are letting things go because you're strong and resilient and you're like, yeah, I'm not going to make that mean anything. It's not a beach ball getting pushed under the water. It's just words being let go out into the, out into the environment. They're gone. They've come, they're gone. They're words. So I invite you to take a look at the last fight that you had with your spouse and ask yourself, is that something that you can let go of? Is that something you want to let go of? Or is that something that you would rather just shove under the rug? In either one of those scenarios, there's a way to deal with it so that you can fix the toxicity in your marriage, so that you can create the marriage of your dreams. Now, like I mentioned, I could have 
um, cause a huge fight. So there's three options. Basically, your spouse says something to you or does something. You have three options. One is cause the fight, get defensive, start the fight back and forth. The other one is to let it go. And that's going to come from a safe, strong, resilient place. And then the third option, of course, is shoving it under the rug, which is that fearful, resistant, I don't want to deal with this. I don't want to have a fight right now. So I'm just going to pretend that that wasn't said, right? Those are your three options. Now, the fighting option, not the worst option, right? Because you're at least, you know, not shoving under the rug and you're dealing with the situation. But the problem is, is we don't deal with the situation in a very um, healthy way, Okay. The option of shoving it under the rug is probably the worst choice because that's resistance, that's fear, and you're just shoving it under the rug and it's going to come back out and haunt you later, which is probably going to result in the same fight that you would have had initially, but worse. The healthy way to manage it is to let it go. And what I do when I work with clients and with couples, I work with both, is that we work on creating the strength and resilience in both of you to create a two complete individuals that are strong, that are resilient, that feel safe, that feel secure so that they can come together as a happy, healthy couple. And when they do that, then they're able to let things go. And the thing is, is that my husband used to make comments to me about, um, gosh, you're not any fun anymore. You can't take a joke. And I was like, oh, but what you say is so mean and it's not funny. And the thing is, is he didn't mean anything by it. I was creating the meeting and therefore creating the fight and creating the toxicity in our marriage. And once I realized that I'm not lazy when I wear my jammies, and I don't think I am, that it doesn't matter that our house is a mess, even if my husband makes a comment about it, which he really doesn't, right? Or any comments that I make to him. Um, he, we, he's terrible at washing dishes. I hate how he washes dishes. And last week I got um, to begin our little week at home in our jammies and realized our dishwasher was broken. So I spent the whole week in my jammies washing dishes, right? And my husband sucks at washing dishes. He does it wrong. He does it not the way that I would do it. And so I made some comments like, hey, this dish isn't even clean. Or why do you, he likes to wash the bowls and then set them upright so all the water pools in the bottom and not tip them upside down to drain, right? In my mind, he's doing it wrong. But I made comments about it and he was able to be like, yep, I did. Oh, well. And not make it mean anything because it doesn't, just because I tell him he washes dishes wrong doesn't mean I don't love him and respect him and think he's amazing at a million other things. He's just not so good at washing dishes. So when you remember those things, that creates your strength and resilience and creates your feeling of security and your completeness so that you can just let those things bounce off of you and move on. Avoid the fight, avoid the rug, avoid the beach ball, avoid all of the things that are creating the toxicity in your marriage. All right, that's all I've got for you today. Hope that was helpful for you. If you want some help with this, I would love, love, love for you to book a call. All you need to do is go to racheljenks.com forward slash podcast, and you are going to find all of the podcast episodes there, as well as a link to book a call and also the link to grab the Makeover Your Marriage plan, which will get you on the start to letting go of all that toxicity in your marriage. So you guys have a fabulous rest of your day, and I will talk with you next week. Bye-bye.